My name is Samara Ahmed and this is my poem for all the poets out there. Poets for peace, come one, come all. In your endeavour for peace, you stand firm, you stand tall. You come together, you are old, you are young. To unite mankind, to become like one. For the spreading of love, you are fierce in your prose, eradicating hate, stepping up to your foes. There's purity in your heart, God sees, God knows. There's sincerity in your words, to the listeners that shows. The topics are vast and your words are thought-provoking. You praise the one God and his blessings you are evoking. You inspire me with your poetry time after time. You encourage me to write for all the right reasons in rhyme. Thank you to Voice of Islam for this wonderful show. Poets for peace, we shine bright, we glow. If it wasn't for this medium, our words would go unheard, unwritten, unsaid, and the views of Islam still blurred. If you're listening to me now, pick up your pen, start writing. Use your words in peace for the war we are fighting. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May the peace and blessings of Allah be upon you. Welcome to the Poets for Peace program, a program which is all about poetry on the Voice of Islam digital radio. And we are broadcasting from the Bad al-Fatul Mosque in London, the largest mosque in Western Europe. My name is Hadar Hamid and I shall be your host for the next half an hour where I hope to share various poems written by various people with the purpose of promoting peace. The theme for this program is Baba Guru Nanak and Islam. And for the next half an hour, I hope that you'll be inspired and enlightened by the poetical thoughts that you will hear today on Baba Guru Nanak, which is from where the religion of Sikhism was founded. Baba Guru Nanak Sahib was the first of the Sikh Gurus. He was born into a Hindu family in Talwandi in 1469 and grew up in his father's village which is now known as Nanka Sahib and is situated about 50 miles west of Lahore, the capital city of the Punjab in northwestern India. At some point during his early years, he moved to Sultanpur where he worked and from here he began a period of travels. When we look at his life, it becomes obvious that he was deeply influenced by Islamic teachings. He was taught by Muslims, lived amongst Muslims, was employed by a Muslim. He also visited and prayed at Muslim shrines and even performed Hajj, which is the holy pilgrimage to Mecca, which can only be performed by Muslims. A Muslim is a person who submits to the will of the Almighty God and Baba Guru Nanak is reported in the Sikh holy scriptures to have said One who cleanses himself of impurity is a Muslim. Now let's hear some more words of Baba Guru Nanak from the Guru Granth Sahib holy scriptures where he talks about what it takes to be a true Muslim. It is difficult to be called a Muslim. If one is truly a Muslim, then he may be called one. First, let him savour the religion of the Prophet as sweet. Then, let his pride of his possessions be scraped away. Becoming a true Muslim, a disciple 
of the faith of Muhammad, let him put aside the delusion of death and life. As he submits to God's will and surrenders to the Creator, he is rid of selfishness and conceit. And when, O Nanak, he is merciful to all beings, only then shall he be called a Muslim. The Amdiya Muslim community believe he converted to Islam during the latter part of his life. And during this show we shall try and explore just a small selection of his spiritual journey. But just before we begin on this journey of exploration, I just want to put our belief into some sort of context. You see, to believe that Baba Guru Nanak Sahib was rightly guided by following the Holy Quran and walked along the same pure spiritual path that true Muslims are guided along is a compliment in itself. He had all those beautiful and great qualities that bring a person closer to God. And so to believe therefore that he was a Muslim means that we also hold him with great honour, reverence and huge respect. He truly was a saintly person and shared his deep wisdom to all those he met. Baba Guru Nanak Sahib also spoke in poetry and his poetical writings, which is called Gurbani by Sikhs, have been composed into hymns. And when we hear these, we find it has so many similarities with the teachings of Islam. These poetical writings are found in the Guru Granth Sahib, which is the sacred book of the Sikhs. And this book is regarded by Sikhs as the final and eternal Guru, following the lineage of the ten human Gurus of the religion. Now let's hear one small part of these hymns. In fact, the one we are about to hear is the opening verse, from the very first volume, first chapter, and the first verse of the Guru Granth Holy Scripture. The Mool Mantar is the fundamental prayer about Ik Onkar, the One God, and is mostly the writings of Babu Guru Nanak, and is considered the comprehensive essence of Sikhism. It is to be read minimally three different times of the day. It is a chant found in the morning and evening prayers in Sikh Gurdwaras, and it is also chanted at various ceremonies. Here it is in its original form and then followed by its translation. Jabji Sahib Ik Oankar Satnam Kartapur Nirpaho Nirvair Akal Murat Ajuni Saibham Gurprasad Jap Ad Sach Jugad Sach Happy Sach Nanak Hosi Bi Sach There is only one God. Truth is His name. He is the Creator, Protector, without fear, no enmity, the first entity, never born, self-perpetuating, with the Guru's grace recite, true in the beginning, true through the ages, true even now, and says Nanak, will be true in the future. 
That hymn was the Mool Mantra, which is the first part of the Japji Sahib scripture and which is the opening verse of the Guru Granth Sahib holy book. I wanted to share this because the words of Baba Guru Nanak have a lot of similarities to verses of the Holy Quran, which he used to read and carry with him at all times. And the Mool Mantra has almost the same meaning to a chapter of the Holy Quran which is called Surah Ikhlas, as they are both about the unity of God. So let's now hear this, which is from chapter In the name of Allah, the Gracious, the Merciful. Say, He is Allah, the One. Allah, the Independent and Besought of All. He begets not, nor is He begotten, and there is none like unto Him. This chapter of the Holy Quran deals with the basic religious belief, unity of God. And this surah has the distinction of being called by the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, as the greatest of all the Quranic surahs. And it is reported that the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, used to recite this and the last two chapters of the Holy Quran at least three times before going to bed. The chapter is entitled Ikhlas because its recitation and deliberation is calculated to foster in the reader a deep attachment to God. Sikhism believe in the unity of God, in the oneness of God, just like Muslims. And in various places of the Guru Granth Sahib book, God is referred to in multiple places as Allah. For example, on page 53, line 10, Baba Guru Nanak states, O Baba, the Lord Allah is inaccessible and infinite. And on page 64, line 9, Baba Guru Nanak states, He is Allah, the unknowable, the inaccessible, all-powerful and merciful creator. And there are many more places in the Guru Granth Sahib which talk about Allah. And when we look closer, we also find similarities in even the attributes of God, as with the attributes of God in Islam, such as Akal, which means eternal, Askartar, the creator, Askarim, the benevolent, As Sahib, Lord, Parvardigar, the cherisher, and also Waguru, which means the extraordinary teacher. And in Islam, one of Allah's attributes is Ar-Rashid, which means the guide, infallible teacher. 
So let's now hear another devotional Sikh song which glorifies this particular attribute of God, Vaguru. Here it is. That was a devotional Sikh song which glorifies one of God's attribute, Vaguru, which means extraordinary teacher. And in Islam, one of Allah's attributes is Ar-Rashid, which means the guide, infallible teacher. The Janam Sakhis are legendary biographies of Baba Guru Nanak. Popular in Sikh history, these texts are built on a Sikh oral tradition and some historical facts. A reading of the Janam Sakis also makes it clear that his teachings and practices were nearer to the Islamic faith. Baba Guru Nanak spent more time with Muslims, Beers and Sufis of his time, which included his closest companion, Bai Mardana, who was a Muslim and who accompanied Baba Guru Nanak in his travels, which stretched from Sri Lanka to Afghanistan and Baghdad to Mecca. The fundamental article of the Islamic faith is the Kalma, which is the declaration of faith. The first step towards the implementation of faith in Islam is to declare it. This is the first pillar of Islam, and the declaration of faith or Kalma, Shahada, carries the essence of Islam. It reads, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh. And this translates, I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship except Allah. He is one and has no partner. And I bear witness that Muhammad, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, is his servant and messenger. In the early days of Islam, the reciting of the Shahada marked the act of conversion to the new faith. The Kalma has been given the greatest stress in Janam Sahih. A few Shalok's verses from this Sahih read, I have repeated one Kalma, there is none other. Those who repeat the Kalma and are not devoid of the faith shall not be burned on fire. Repeat the holy Kalma of the Prophet, it shall cleanse thee of all sins. By repeating the Kalma, the punishment of this world as well as the next is averted. Whoever repeats the Kalma, how shall he be punished? The merit of repeating the Kalma is that a person is cleansed of his sins. The promised Messiah, peace be upon him, Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad, the founder of the Amdiya Muslim community, 
wrote a book on Sikhism which was entitled Sat Bachan and which was completed in November 1895. In this book he defended the honour of Baba Guru Nanak and brought to light some fresh evidence which showed that Baba Guru Nanak was a great Muslim saint and a holy personage and that there could be no contradiction in his words. Baba Guru Nanak followed the footsteps of the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, and in turn exhorted people to improve themselves by precept and example, to live pure and righteous lives. And he even wore a cloak which was covered with verses of the Holy Quran. This cloak is known as the Chola, which is the holiest relic of the Guru and is preserved even today in a place called Dera Babu Nanak, which is a small village in the Gurdaspur district of the Punjab, India. I would now like to share the English version of a portion of a poem written by the promised Messiah, peace be upon him, in 1895, which was on the cloak of Baba Guru Nanak. The promised Messiah, peace be upon him, wrote some poems specifically for the purpose of propagating his message. And the full version of this poem can be found in the book Precious Pearls, which is a compilation of all of his poetry. Here it is, The Cloak of Baba Nanak, read in English by Brother Mahmood Khan, and in the background being sung in its original Urdu. Yehi paak chola hai Sikhon ka taaj Yehi kabli malke Ghar mein hai This is the pure cloak that is a crown for the Sikhs. This is the one in the house of Gabli Mal today. Yehi hai ke This is the one that is full of spiritual lights. He who's distanced from it, God's distanced from him. This is what is mentioned in the Janam Sahi that is well known today through Angad. Upon this are those clear verses from which one obtains eternal life. Nanak received this honourable garment from God, who was the remover of suffering.
Through it, he found all the secrets of the truth. Through it, he came to the side of the truth. It is the one that saved him from calamity and rid him of every evil-minded person. Pray ponder, O Sikhs, what is this thing? It is an amulet for the body of that person. It remains as a sign of that pious one, a word of advice, the basis of reality. And with that we have reached the end of this show about Baba Guru Nanak and Islam, a subject which we have only touched upon as it is so vast. Before we end, I'd like to encourage you all to send in some of your poetry. You may have something to say, like a poem, that you'd like us to relay. And if so, then please, with us, do share so on this show it can be aired. Simply email us the audio recording of your poem to poetsforpeace at voiceofislam.co.uk And do please include your name, where you're from, and the title of your poem, as well as a short description of the background of your poem. I look forward in receiving some inspiring poetry which can help to make this world a better place. I would like to end by a beautiful quote of Baba Guru Nanak recorded in the Guru Granth Holy Scripture, which reads, Pir rang rata so sacha chola tit bende tikka navari that cloak is true, which is dyed in the colour of the love of my beloved. Wearing it, my inner thirst is quenched. Thank you for listening. I hope the words you heard today enlightened your hearts and encouraged you to reflect on the oneness so much greater, our merciful and gracious Lord, our guide, our creator, our teacher. That's all from me. Until next time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. This is the pure cloak that is a crown for the Sikhs. This is the one in the house of Gabli Mal today. This is the one that is full of spiritual lights. He who's distanced from it, God's distanced from him. This is what is mentioned in the Janam Sahi that is well known today through Angad. Upon this are those clear verses from which one obtains eternal life. Nanak received this honourable garment from God, who was the remover of suffering. Through it, he found all the secrets of the truth. Through it, he came to the side of the truth. It is the one that saved him from calamity and rid him of every evil-minded person. Pray ponder, O Sikhs. What is this thing? 
which is an amulet for the body of that person. Dani Hayah Jah